Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix. Hi, Kix. Hi. Um, it's me, Luann. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you're like not really. <laughs> How does it feel to be uh, hey, hey, Luann, welcome to the pod, Luann. I'm so happy to be here. Now, Luann, it's- do you remember meeting me back in uh, 2015 Pride? You screamed at me on a on a float. Thank you for bringing that up. I've heard you talk about it a couple times now. <laughs> okay. And I just oh, so you're a listener of the pod. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of the pod. And I am a huge fan of that story because I don't remember it at one bit. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you. Luann, you can leave now. <laughs> hey, guys. It's me, Kix, in case you didn't know. Hi. Um, here we are. Tom is another year around the clock. World. Yes. Oh my God. I had my birthday weekend. University. It was such a nice little B day, B day celebration on Saturday. It was wonderful. Kicks. Uh, <laughs> I literally forgot that you weren't there for a second. And then I was like, <laughs> oh yeah. Kicks has been sick sadly. So she could not attend. You know, something that I've realized in the Lord's year of 2021 is that masks if you had any fucking inkling in your mind that masks didn't work, guess what? They do because I've gotten sick so many times this year. Yeah, from the office where you always don't wear masks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, I know. Forget it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a masker now. I used to be anti. Yeah, <laughs> people could take this cut and make it a little weird the way you worded that. Uh, no, wear a mask. I always have. Always will. Always will. Para siempre. <laughs> um well we don't have a review to read this week but i just want to remind everyone that what do you uh, mean luann gave us a review luann thank you so much from the bottom of my little cold heart for leaving that review for us but um we're not gonna read one but do write one uh we've been loving these reviews that are coming in with uh origins of reality television um that's really uh been working out well <laughs> yeah and i just want to say thank you for believing in me reviewers yeah because i, I did a great idea tom didn't believe me so you know what whoever's out there that's team kicks keep reviewing <laughs> rating keep and reviewing us. The good work <laughs> now before we bring in uh our guest and jump into the berkshires i do want to just briefly have a moment because you today you've been homesick and it is very in tune with the holiday season. You have been binge watching 12 Dates of Christmas, which we did famously have a singular episode of coverage on last year. And part of me is thinking we might need to do another one because yeah, this new should. season is really good. I'm about halfway through it. Ooh, and bitch. it gets better. And did you catch what I tweeted about, about how the house is the Lake Tahoe house that Beverly Hills was at? Like where Sutton walks in on Crystal where like that, all that. That's the house. No, okay, you're exposing me for two things. One, not knowing that. Two, not seeing that tweet. So Yeah, well, that's not a big surprise. You started following your podcast's Twitter account uh, two weeks ago. So. so if you guys haven't watched 12 Dates of Christmas, it's on HBO Max. I fucking highly recommend. Like we, Tom and I, as you guys are familiar, are not Bachelor fans. However, we did cover it for a for while. <laughs> change but it is so three leads of different sexes and sexual orientation come in to one house and date people that are brought into them Mm -hmm. they're not like dating well they are not supposed to be dating other people's 
their leads people. So it is the first season is so good because it's awful and it's just like a jolly good time. We're on season two and they stepped it the fuck up. Yeah, it's good because it's less really more house content. We're Uh getting like the other people. We're learning about everyone. There's more Nest Cam footage. It's less less campy than the first season. Less campy. And I got to tip my hat to HBO Max because the show is so incredibly diverse. Like, yes, every person comes in and it's like different from the last. Like you're like always also give them um, the they give them parentheses about what their gender, how they represent themselves. Yeah. Um, Which is wonderful. And yeah, the the, the show. That's not correct. How I said that. Is that correct? How they their pronouns is over your their name? pronouns is what I was trying to get at, but um, so yeah, I I would I highly encourage watching. It's it's pretty fab. Yeah, and, and it honestly some, gets better. I know, and there's some scandals. A scandalous. <laughs> and the woman that is the uh lesbian on the show, I don't know if she's lesbian or if she's queer or bi, but queer woman is um, um hot. If you're out there. Amanda, and you are single because I don't know how this season ends yet. I am interested in you. <laughs> I can't tell. Very much. I, I, I can't figure out if she, I feel like she's <laughs> one of those women who has turned a, like has been a first sexual experience for another woman. And that other, percent. no, no. And that other woman has never, for, like literally has never forgotten it. And still She's to this day, wed- wishes that they were together, even though uh, Amanda her, is like, her this altar is a one-off. with a man. <laughs> well, not even like, that. Yeah. Like, maybe she's maybe she is a lesbian now, but she like, sure. like Amanda was just like w- one and done. And this and this woman is still, or a person is just still thinking about her. I mean, that's like I who she is. About her. And that's that's no shade on her. I think that's, I, I, I'm honoring her because I think that she actually can throw down in the bedroom. <laughs> By the way that these women, that the couple of the people that make it to the end, the way that they literally look at her with stars in their eyes, I imagine that's true. Yeah. Well, something that is so funny because everyone always says this when they're like, why has there never been a gay bachelor? Never been a gay bachelor. And it's like, well, because then the contestants (laughs) would hook up with each other. And they're like, that's not necessarily true. Well, you know, we're learning on 12 Dates of Christmas (laughs) that it it does lend itself to that, which is fun, though. And I'm having a nice time. Yeah. There's there's a couple that forms out of, uh, that shouldn't have been. That's all we'll say. But yeah, I'm interested in an offline conversation about an episode. Okay. Um, well, on that cheery note, uh, we are going to dive into the Berkshires uh, season nine, uh, episodes eight and nine with uh, Hannah Brown. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with her in just one uh, second. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs> Okay, and we are back uh, to jump into all things Berkshires with one of our most beloved friends of the pod, uh, Hannah Brown. You can follow her at Hannah A. Brown on the gram and uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe to her podcast, You Know You Love Us, um, where they jump into all things Gossip Girl, which I actually like to gap about Gossip Girl because I am a bit behind. So, um, Hannah, welcome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Tom and Kix, for having me. It's always just the biggest honor and privilege and pleasure. 
I actually think, well, for, uh, you're welcome. And then I also think <laughs> that um, this is the first time you've been recording with us when Kix has been here in like In a long forever. time. You're right. It's usually Since just you and me. I'm also like, why? I We talked about this in the intro a little bit, but I've been sick so much this year. It's driving me crazy. So, but I'm here. My voice is an octave lower. Sounds I'm ready. Sounds sound sound sultry. Give Thank this girl you. a plastic bubble, please. She has shit to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, like watch Gossip Girl, which I'm behind on, by the way. Hannah, from your story, sorry, from your stories, it looks like the ending was good. Okay, so I think the second half of the season really picks up. Granted, I believe okay. it was episode seven, I want to say, where I was like, where the fuck are we going with this? Was it that bullying episode? Uh, it had to do with one I'm of the parents. I'm not a bully. I'm not a bully. Oh, that was stupid. And she's like, you guys, <laughs> do what? I don't care. What? <laughs> you? It gets like very Lizzie McGuire with Julian, like very quick. Like her cadence yeah. is very like Disney Channel. Which one's Julian again? Like the Blair of the show, like the Queen Bee. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so there's a twist with one of the parents where I was like, where the fuck are we going with this? Uh, tonally, where are we going with this? <laughs> It takes it's like a serious turn. And I'm like, is this what we're doing? I didn't know this is what we're doing. But uh, it sets up a lot of, um, you know, like a domino effect for the rest of the season that I really enjoyed. Now, the last moments of the season, I said, what the fuck is going on? I scratched my head. I was like, am I too dumb for Gossip Girl? Again, another plot twist that I wasn't expecting. Um, so I look <laughs> yeah. forward to hearing what y'all think of like the like last moments of the season finale. Because I'm like, I'm not I don't fully get it. I feel like it's going to be something I watch like over the holidays, something where I have like nothing to do on like a, a Saturday or something. Get under like a weighted blanket with like a slight hangover, but nothing that's too uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And just like, you know, drink a bunch of water and like eat a snack. And Wait, watch that's it. what I did with a show that <laughs> a show that I am like, feel like the last person that like that watch and I I've yet to see season two but I binged like in two days the morning show like last week or two weeks ago and I, I had not seen it and I had been protesting watching it because I'd heard it was meh and I don't want another streaming service mm -hmm. and then I don't know why I did and then I like kind of like loathed it but like watched every second of it did you did either of you watch it I watched season no. one season two I like watched the first episode and I was like I think I'm fine yeah, yeah, I just there's hasn't been like an urge to get Apple TV Plus, and I know that people are screaming at me about Ted Lasso like every day of it's, my life. But I haven't watched it. Fine. Don't care. It, it's it's very sweet. It's very nice. Like it's like a it's a great show to watch. Like you really would like it. Like I think truly everyone will like it. Like it's not something that's like hateable necessarily. But I don't. I think that it's it's silly to say it's like the funniest like it's getting all these accolades like it's just the the biggest lol fest that we've had in years and it's like it's not really it's like, that like down. it's like like it's funny it's sweet british humor and there's like hot british soccer players but like well, know. you know what show's not sweet yellow jackets on showtime and okay. and everyone demois started plugging it and i just want to say I, I i have nothing against following everything demois says and does i'm obsessed i'm a big fan but i've been watching it first and i just want people to know that because i i never seem hip i never seem ahead of the trends and i was ahead of this too, one you're watching tom is too yes i'm watching tom it. has too been ahead of the curve with you on this one i have yes, yet to get it so once bad. again because it's an it's additional showtime. five dollars a month i would honestly sure. i would go showtime over Apple Apple TV. That's what Absolutely. I'm thinking. Maybe it's a hot take. 
But Kix, I'm doing the free trial right now. Yeah, same. Just for Yellow Jackets. And then I'm going to like maybe pause it and then like jump back in and just binge the rest of it later or something like that. The cast is so good. It's so fucking dark and suspenseful. Jake like doesn't like gore. So he'll be like, why the fuck are you watching this? And he'll get like (laughs) really upset. It's really dark though. Like it's like so dark. dark. So it kind of reminds me of The Outsider on HBO Max. It's literally perfect. I like that like horror, horrible. Because you don't know what's grounded in reality and you don't know what's not. Like you don't know what's if there's like a a, like a supernatural like spooky element or if it's just like fully grounded in reality similar to the outsider um so it's really yeah i love the outsider so so fucking scary so good i know and i liked how i loved how it became supernatural like in the middle of nowhere same it was like oh my god that episode with uh foxhead when he wears that foxhead to that like festival and he's like following that kid around Mm -hmm. i'm not kidding i couldn't sleep after that and the music is like dun 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 the string low high pitched yeah yeah yeah. did you watch the outsider no i okay i couldn't get into it maybe that's because of the circumstance that i want to watch rewatch it again you should you should absolutely i'm not gonna push it on you like a ted lasso fan would but i will say i encourage you to (laughs) dive back in i'm positive there is a mom in nebraska somewhere listening being like I, I can't do this podcast anymore because they don't like Ted Lasso. Oh, my God. I <laughs> never said that I don't like it. I did. Lady from Nebraska. I, I did. No, I did. I, I, I did not <laughs> like it. I watched it all. I just, like, I don't have, like, strong feelings about it. It's just, it's just nice. I don't know. Warm, fuzzy. It feels very network TV, which, which so does like. the morning show. And that's, like, weird that on it's on a streaming service, but it feels extremely network, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's on a stream. I mean, we're off topic, of course, but I feel like it's on a streaming service because it's like so high profile cast. Like they don't put they don't put like network television wouldn't have that stacked of a cast. They wouldn't have the budget. But yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, sure. That makes sense. It's just meh is what I'm going to say about Apple TV plus. Okay, meh. Um, what's not meh though is, uh, what we're jumping into, uh, today. So we are continuing our holiday, uh, coverage with, uh, all of the Berkshires episodes, right? That's what we've been chatting about. We did season seven and then eight, and now we are moving on to season nine of the Berkshires, which, uh, this is episode eight and nine. Uh, there's a little bit, uh, on the beginning of 10, if you're, if you have a couple extra minutes to spare, if you're watching and, and listening to this podcast, um, most of it's eight and nine. That's where the meat of this is. That's what we're going to really be talking about today. Uh, and are we ready to jump in ladies? Let's do yeah. it. So quickly before we jump in, I just want to chat about like, if you're listening and you're like, I've watched Roni, I don't need to watch it again. Where are we at in this season? This season is the season where we start off literally episode one. For some reason, Ramona comes to Bethany and says like (laughs) that she did a porn and like she, her legs were open and like, how can Bryn like go to school every day knowing that her mom like is a porn star? It's like a big old slut. Yeah, and it was like episode one or two. It's just like right off the bat. It's it's cuckoo crazy. This is also the season. This is Tinsley's first season where she right off the heels of Luann moves into oh, yeah. Sonia's townhouse. Um, she had and a good first season. I'll give her that. I, I love Tins. I, I know that you Tins. love Tins too, Hannah. Yeah, justice for Tins. Um, so this is Tinsley's first season, and then this is 
also uh, the season where Luann and Tom get uh, hitched. I can't believe I honestly <laughs> forgot until the flashback moment of one of these episodes that this is after Bethany shows her the picture. How could you do this to me? Question mark yes. of Tom at the Regency with another woman. And the fact that like, I, you know, we'll get into it, but to see the women's frustration, like I completely get where they're coming from with Luann because she's completely. like love and light. And they're all like, are you fucking dumb? Like, what is right. wrong with you? <laughs> no, I felt that exactly too, because there was a moment when I had like a, a little bit confused about the picture thing, because we were, the last episode we talked about was like before the picture. Now we're after the picture, mm-hmm. but I was like, wait, this woman, I had forgotten that this woman just still stuck around after that. I know <laughs> it's sad, and and we also get got a like a brief clip in the previously on of her of Luann and Tom's, I think it's their engagement party, um, where Barbara, who ended up becoming a housewife later on, had a hot mic moment where she didn't know she so this did you read uh, i feel like i talk about it literally every week but we've been talking about throwback episodes and a a lot of this is a lot of what we're talking about was in not all diamonds and rose the bravo book and uh barbara's in it and she explains this moment which was really interesting she said she was not mic'd for the show like they she was not wearing a mic they had filming had ended and they had not taken the mic off of all the women yet, but they were like closed. They, they hadn't taken them because they have like a room where they like de mic and everything, like when they leave restaurants and things like that. So I guess they hadn't gone off to the room to like de mic and everything. And Carol was saying, she was like, I honestly didn't remember that I hadn't taken it off because we weren't filming anymore. Um, and so they were chatting and she said, she says, like, I think she, she said to me that she feels not good about what's happening and she's getting cold feet and but she thinks she might just need to go ahead and go through with it for to save face essentially which is dark and also kind of is revealed in the book is kind of is the truth that um all the women say that they they really believe that she stayed for the show like stayed true to the wedding and for the money because they did not end up filming the the wedding on the show because which I didn't realize this because she sold it to people first and Bravo was like, we're not bringing our cameras there. You already sold it. <gasps> was she pissed? Yeah. Wow. She wanted to have her like Luann wedding moment and like she didn't get to have it because she's too fucking fame hungry. Wow. That's kind of hilarious. I haven't read that book yet, but um, I've literally been, saving it for like when I travel for the holidays, it's going to be my like yep. Delta sky lounge. I know that's a flex, but I'm new to it. So my new money ass Wait, is very work. excited. So yeah. Flex. It's honestly only because I get to go as like Jake's plus one. I'm not as fancy as he is, but I'm like, right. I just want to like sip a cocktail in the sky lounge with that book being like, I'm flying home for the holidays for the first time in four years. You know, like that's a whole vibe. That's we, we, we too are flying home for the holidays for the first time in four years, but not in a sky lounge. Not in a sky lounge. <laughs> I'll be with my cat. Southwest, so. baby. Southwest doesn't have a sky lounge. <laughs> Southwest should have a sky lounge, um, but... They'll be in flip-flops and khaki shorts, just like hanging up <laughs> Miller lights. Like <laughs> it, would be, it would be like a Jimmy Buffett-themed sky lounge. Totally. Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah. With, like, yeah, tropical decor. <laughs> a tiki yes. hut. Yes, exactly. They'll be in the Hawaiian shirts for sure. Yes. Oh, well, something else about this that I almost said, I was like, wait, so 
this the the season eight, nine, and ten, I really think are the best seasons of Roni because guess what? This isn't the season where she gets rested. I and, and that's there's that's another season. That's the thing is I think yeah in that like clump of seasons. Why do I use word clump? Ew. Um, in that like group of it. seasons, like there are so many moments where it just they just gave us so much, and the cast like the cast chemistry was just dead on in a way it that like perfect. it wasn't really before during the Aviva years, and really hasn't been since, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, because you have the like people who've been there for so long, mm-hmm. people who don't really know each other, people that are new to the show, but nope, everybody, like, you know, it's just such a good mesh of women that they haven't done right in a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not just Roni. Like, I feel like many shows, they didn't get such a hot three seasons from yeah. like a group yeah, of women. This, this cast stays the same, which doesn't happen a lot, where the mm-hmm. cast is like, consistent back to back to back i mean this cast is here for um for four seasons straight i mean they add in barbara uh, later but like it's it's this crew for four seasons which is a long time to just keep keep the group together um but we are back at the berkshires and we open with dorinda um setting the scene with these like large led balls (laughs) she's changing the color she's like i want this one to be purple and she like, can't even figure out how to use them. No, she can't. Okay, so how would y'all feel if you went to someone's house and they were like, you know what we should do is decorate my Christmas tree? I'd be pissed. Okay, I felt <laughs> I would... weird about that too. Okay. I'm like, girl, I, see... I ain't decorating your Christmas tree. I just spent like a wonderful hour decorating with my family. Yeah. It feels so private. Yes. Well, there's a lot about this day that's weird because, well, I guess this the next day is her birthday but like it's weird to like have first of all people decorating your home for <laughs> your birthday essentially right and then she like cooks for everyone for her birthday which is also feels very bizarre oh, to me oh i don't me. think that's weird that sounds like something I'm you would ju- do i i knew you'd say that but like <laughs> i i i would have people over but like like she like but you cooks like a to cook for people roast chicken and like like really in depth things yeah again that sounds i'm not convinced that that's not something you would do i I see what you mean i just i i she's doing a lot of like involved like it's everything seems backwards right like the tree should have been decorated and someone should be cooking her birthday dinner well yeah and i actually like related to her a lot rewatching this where she's like well hold on you're gonna be sloppy with those lights and she was like very much micromanaging (laughs) the tree which i'm the exact same way i'm a huge perfectionist when it comes to my tree and which you just decorated i saw which i just decorated i invited like one friend over so it was me and my friend kelly and jake who did it and like I knew that Kelly could be trusted, you know, with my tree. I knew that she has an eye for aesthetics, that she wouldn't do me wrong with the placement of the ornaments. However, I certainly would not trust Ramona and Sonia's chaotic asses to help me decorate my tree if I knew that it really mattered to me. I'm like, Dorinda, come on, like, see beyond your nose. This was a bad idea. And yeah, if I'm a friend, I'm, I'm okay. I really don't like organized activities at a get together. To me, I think you should just be lounging, drinking and eating. I don't like to be told what I'm going to do or that I'm going to play a game. It really annoys me. Um, but that being said, that's something you have to give people a heads up about like, Hey, I want to, I want to decorate my tree this day. Are you down? You can't just like throw that at people. No, because there's a happy medium of like, 
if you're seeing people the vibe being low you'll be like oh well i brought this fun game if we want to play right or like if you're if you're interested i'm going for a walk like yeah there's things you can do without being like overly prepared but in my yes in my brain on preparing for trips that's how it works yeah it's like choose your own adventure like we're gonna play you know apples to apples but if you just want to chill that's totally fine uh, completely we, we are all on the same same page on that you you would fit in on our like vacations that we go on because we just like don't make plans we like very much we'll make like there'll be like one thing like we pick one thing like this night we're gonna do this and then everything else is very like just watching movies and drinking red wine from about like 11 a.m to 11 p.m literally my fucking dream like come on i know i was yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we need, we usually go upstate for the holidays. Like, we for the past couple of years, we've been getting Airbnbs and just like sitting in Airbnbs. And we're not doing that this year, which is going to be fun to not do that. But I also like, I'm like, I, I need a, I need like a Berkshire's home fix right now. I'm like, I need like a fire and like uh, a creaky like, stair. A oh. creepy stairwell, yes, and a nice big Airbnb blanket comforter, you know. Yes, honestly, you should do it in like February when like everyone's kind of got like the midwinter blues, like people That's are kind of idea. over it. It's like you've had like a month to decompress from the holidays and then be like, you know what, we need a chill weekend in the Catskills or wherever the fuck. More. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, Dorinda, had, <laughs> Dorinda, like in her interview chair, she goes, last year the Berkshires was a 24-hour shit show, which made me laugh because we were just off the heels of recapping last the last Berkshires episode. And it's insane to me that they film these in such – we have so much content in such a short period of, like, filming time. Like, they're literally there – this trip, they're there for probably 36 hours, and they – literally have three well, yeah. episodes Bethany of Bethany and Carol are there for like 12. Yeah. Right. They're like, we're but, out. But, yeah, I know. But there's like, they're there for three and a half episodes of yeah. television. Mm-hmm. Like that's so, the ratio of that compared to like other reality shows is like unparalleled, I feel. That's why they're all stars. Beverly Hills who? Literally. Yeah, literally. Truly, truly. Um, So also, this is the season where Sonia, like there's always the rumor that Bravo told Sonia she needed to like cool off on the drinking because it was like getting too insane, which sadly I feel like has like taken its second turn. But mm-hmm. um, she looks stunning. This interview look, uh, I was like, she, she looks like a model. I mean, she always looks absolutely beautiful, but there's something about the like dark eyebrows, the like the light bang that she had. Like then she looked beautiful. Did, did y'all notice that? Which look was this again? What was she wearing? Can you describe it? Was it was like an interview look. It was like a black silhouette dress almost. Like it was very simple, but her face is just like glowing. I did have that thought when she stole Dorinda's pajamas, which was a fucked up thing to do. But I was like, <laughs> Sonia looks hot. Like she's doing this. Yeah. Very like fresh face. Like who me? Like aesthetic that I'm really into. Yeah, the pajama thing I, it go, does come up later, correct? It, yeah, it, it's a big thing at the reunion. Like, like Dorinda's mad. Because Dorinda's also pissed about the house, too. Like, yes. they wrecked her, yeah. like, They room. ripped the sconces. I'm sorry. Ramona is, like, I mean, there's so many reasons to punch that woman in the face. But one of them is how she's always like, 
um, it's a little, shall we say, déclassé. Like she always likes to talk about <laughs> etiquette, and I'm like, you ripped shit off Dorinda's walls. You literally almost like set her house ablaze because Your you don't dog know how to is work. Shitting oh everywhere. God. Fucking stupid dog. And I'm sorry. I like Anna. R.I.P. Oh yeah, Coco's <laughs> passed away. Okay. Yeah. Well, rest in power, it's- Coco. But um, <laughs> her fucking dog that just shits everywhere. I feel the same way about Ginger's Aaron. R.I.P. Probably also just disgusting it has little. To be yippy dogs but just <laughs> diarrhea all over the floor the fact that Ramona didn't even give Dorinda like a heads up that she was bringing Coco I was just like you're the fucking worst you don't get to talk about etiquette ever ever no, ever she, she is sucks. awful but, I mean she lives in I mean she lives in such a white privilege bubble of, and rich white women bubble as well of like everything will be fine everything's always been fine like i've always gone to hotels and shit on their walls right and never gotten a like a cleaning fee because of it like yeah let's not forget this past season of roni she shit on the floor of her salem hotel room and it was like in the corner of a shot do you remember that she shit yes. on the floor again yes, yes she shit in on the, the most floor recent again. season it wasn't it wasn't I dropped like off loose that diarrhea season. yeah oh, yeah not, she shits on the floor she shits on the floor again how do you shit on the floor twice as an adult? Sonia so- steps in it. I'm going to throw up in like her heel. Oh it's my God. Gross. You're like smearing your heel. It your looks friend's like, poop. A- like, like also it- like dogs and like, of course, I don't know. Of course her dog shits everywhere. So does she like, right. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, she and you, her dog are both like your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like now they both just shit everywhere. Like if, if she were in the beginning of 101 Dalmatians, when Pongo's like watching the like dogs look like their owners, it would be like uh-huh. Ramona and Coco like shitting as they walk by the house. <laughs> Yeah, but she's just, but I bet you Ramona's just, I think Ramona doesn't know she's shitting. Like, I think she's just walking and like, she's just falling out of her. Uh. (laughs) Ramona probably still eats chips with Alestra in them. Like, she's permanently in the 90s. (laughs) You're absolutely right. She rides hard for Alestra. But it also doesn't help that she's like, drinking like, (laughs) she drinks like two bottles of wine every night. And like, acts like she doesn't have a problem. And I'm like, I'm not here to diagnose who has what, but I'm like, it's just it's just crazy to me how she like pins like substance on everyone else and I it's know. like no like you this episode something happened at the end something was up and part of me didn't feel like it was alcohol that's what I was about to say something <laughs> felt past drinking you know do you think she does the blow like do I don't know when people do blow as someone who's never done it I've done I've it been around people that not do times. it. Uh-huh. I've done it like five times. Yeah, and I've done it one time. Every time I've been around someone that does it, the last <laughs> they do is whisper in people's ear. Usually it's like screaming with their eyes. Like, like you know what I mean? Like no oh. one's on cocaine being like. I see what you mean. No, but. <laughs> Maybe pills. From my experience, my experience with that um, substance is that it makes you feel. All, for me, it made me feel very calm and like not intoxicated, mm. which was the problem because I just end up drinking more than I should because I don't feel the effects of alcohol. That's like why people, that's a big reason people do it because you don't feel like anything. You like don't feel like drunk at all. You feel completely present. So I could see her on an upper. Maybe it was an Addy. It could have, Adderall, the, Adderall feels identical to me as cocaine when I because I've done both. Also, I, sorry to go on another tangent, but on Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip to see how fucking wasted she was in contrast to the other women, which she had that like blue string in her hair. She's like, I like my hair. I think it looks good. And that guy, what's his name? Michael is like, Ramona, you have like blue in your hair. Who is this but, man? I have so many questions about that man. I don't, Michael, I don't I, actually approve of him. I think he's being very why inappropriate. Is he, why is he it's friends weird. with everybody? 
Yeah, it's and like weird. yeah, and like why is his like mom there? And like where is his wife? And like why his is he flirting is... with Luann? Like that's inappropriate. <laughs> it's all wife, very like, European. On... Yeah, her wife was on Twitter saying something about how she's like she heard all the stories, but she didn't see it. LOL. <gasps> and it's like, oh well, sh- he like makes out with Luann, but whatever. I would be so pissed. I mean, I don't know. I have a lot of questions about him because I just don't know why he knows everybody so well. It weirds me he? out. Well, okay, something I want to say about her intoxication on Girls Trip, because she, um, in this past episode of Ultimate Girl, was it this past one or the one before? I can't remember. I, but I think the one before. It, no, the one before, yes, it was because it was the one that came out on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. She was so fucking drunk. But what's interesting about it, and why I want to go back to the sub, not to like figure out what pills everyone's taking, but... That drunk was different than the drunk we had yes, in this episode, that's true. which is why it makes me think that they're like she took a Zanny or like, I, or maybe half of an Adderall or like something, something. because, she, or the way she was acting in this episode is how I act if I'm like extra high. Like she was always like <laughs> she took an edible. When she's talking about the chocolate bunny, she's like, I won, I won, chocolate. The <laughs> way I want to just chocolate. knock her with my elbow, I just want to be like, uh, uh, elbow yeah. to the face. <laughs> I know. Is that, I like literally like feel like it would give me pleasure to feel my fist make contact <laughs> with Ramona's face. And I know that that's fucked up, but it is what it it's is. It's not that fucked up. You're fine. Yeah, she, I'm sorry. I don't want to be like she asked for it, but she literally asked for it. So there's she that. literally asked for <laughs> it. She's a fucking monster. She's a monster. She's a fucking monster. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Well, well, something that Ramona brings to the table in this episode is she reveals that she has been calling women across all time zones to see like who is in contact with Tom. It's clear that she's doing this for the show. Like not because she, she's clearly doing it for storyline on the show. It's not because she cares about Luann. Like, no, and she she's on the like, case. She's no, she's like, I would want to know my husband was cheating on me and everyone else knew. And no one I ever told to me. And I wish someone <laughs> told me. Yeah, the way she like clutches her body and she, rocks it back and forth is really she weird. She loves to hold herself like there's a something baby. fucked up in there, like that no one got to hold her like that. Yeah, well, she <laughs> has, no one's ever gonna hold issues. me to love me, and I'm never gonna find it. It's like, oh my god. Also, I'm looking forward to getting to the part where Bethany goes to a full place of like Beaker from the Muppets. Your favorite kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she does. She does. She's like, she's like, <laughs> like dog whistle yes. level of. <laughs> They're all unhinged. But so also a running theme we have in this episode, like if we were like to like take this to like, like a college and have to do like a paper on it, like the running theme I think would be fire. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of fire. Fire fest. Um, A lot of fires are made in places that they shouldn't be made. No shit. Metaphorical so, and mostly physical me- fires. Yeah. <laughs> they, they quite literally light a fire in a, essentially just in the living room. Yeah. You, as, <laughs> at that point, you might as well just put it on the coffee table. Like they- right. Like it's not, it's literally just in the living room. Like you just lit a fire in the middle of a home. Like, how do you, what do you do? Like, you put it out with sand? Like, who has a bag of sand to just dump on a fire? I know. I literally, open, like, I think Dorinda would have had, sorry, what'd you say? I would just say just open the windows and hope you don't get carbon monoxide. Literally, like, hope for the best. house is literally old and all wooden. <laughs> like, right? No I mean, I truly out. think it would be easier to, like, babysit the monkeys from Jumanji <laughs> than it would be to have these women over to your house. <laughs> like, I can't even, like, Jumanji. 
I like it was out of control. Yeah. The fact that multiple fires happened. And I mean, I will say I found it endearing that Carol was like, I was a brownie. So I know how <laughs> okay. to make a fire. I fucking can't. She's like, I something people don't know about me is I'm really outdoorsy. So then she says I was a brownie. And it's like, you realize that you're 45 and brownies is like We're when like you're six. like eight. Yeah. So like it's been a solid 37 years since you've been outdoorsy. But like, cheers. But there is something like, I as someone who can start a fire, there's something like big dick energy when you're able to literally start a fire from scratch when all you want to do is just do it and show people <laughs> Well, not not scratch, scratch, not like flint, scratch, no, 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 but no, no. but without the without the the little log. Yeah, yeah. like you have the to get the log. kindling. Is that what it's called? Kicks like dry yeah. shit, and you yes. put it in the bottom of the TP. <laughs> yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kix is good at that. I'll, I'll, I will tell. I will. Thank you. That doesn't uh, surprise me. You in that. Yeah, it's it's because half of me likes women, so that's why that I can do that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Um, when Sonia, so there's two fires. So the first fire when when Sonia Tinsley and Ramona are making the fire, they're making it with newspaper. And I noted, I don't know if you heard Sonia. She goes, "Wait a minute, there's a sale." I <laughs> saw that, and I was hoping to God you would bring that up because it you can't like write these things in any sort of scripted comedy, like because Hilarious. I genuinely think that she, I don't know, was she like had a glass of wine? She's like, this would be funny, or. I, part of me is like, no, she was being serious. <laughs> I genuinely think that she was being serious. I feel like Sonia yeah. like loves a deal. She's a hoarder. Like, I her lack mentality runs very deep spiritually. <laughs> I completely agree. She it, and even if, but here's the thing: even if she is like, I think she does elevate a bit for the show. But like, she's the jokes are funny. Like, it's yeah. not like that's like she's not trying so hard where you're like that's like not even funny. Like, she's. Huh, hilarious. Totally. I mean, she's so good. The so timing good. of it all. She's like, oh, there's a sale. <laughs> Literally like like Laverne and Shirley could never. Lucille Ball wishes, you know? She really does. I mean, they, I mean, yes, I, I agree. Between, I think Sonia and Portia both are like two of the funniest we have mm-hmm. on, on, on television. Not even just reality, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dorinda has a little sit down with Luann where she's like, here's the deal. Everyone's talking about it. And <laughs> what do you think? And she's just, and Luann is just so blind to it all. And I think, and Bethany says this, but she's kind of like, she's not saying that she doesn't believe it or she's not saying mm-hmm. she doesn't know about it already. She's almost just being like, what we have works for us, which kind of leans into the belief that everyone else had, Barbara included, that this is all just like kind of for show. For show. Yeah, because she doesn't really seem like the person that just based on this relationship and the relationships we've seen, she doesn't really seem like the person that would be open to a polyamorous situation or Mm -hmm. like a non-monogamous situation. So I think she genuinely was just like, no, she was in one. Her and her husband, her and her ex-husband and the count had an open marriage. But I think, okay, I take that back. But I think because of how things went down with the count, I think it's mm. sort of like she was like, "Oh, I got burned," because eventually he like fully fell for someone else. So I, it I would make love sense that to me. sentence. How things went down with the count. It <laughs> <laughs> just is like I can't. What are we talking? Literally, about? Literally, what are we talking about? Is it a cartoon? <laughs> pinning that for title of the episode. Right? Like, what are we talking about? But like, so the I Muppets. think it makes Isn't sense. Isn't the count a Muppet? Oh my god, no, count well, cha- or count. Count Dracula. He's, he's Jim Henson. He's Sesame Street. Oh. Similar but different. 
But I think because of that, I can understand why she would then pivot and be like, okay, I'm not doing that shit again. I want something monogamous or at least don't like it could be like a situation where it's like, I don't really care if you hook up with someone else, but don't make me a fool publicly. Like, keep your shit together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree with that. yeah, I also lend towards the way of she married him for the TV show. Mm. Because the way she, even in like their little clips when they're walking through Central Park, I'm like, you just seem like overly happy, which a part of, from looking at it now, we know it was like fake. But I don't know. At the time, I'm sure everyone was like, oh, this is so cute. But well. I don't think it's fake. I just think it's like there's a lot we don't know about it. Like, I think mm-hmm. that. Like, there's just, there were conversations that were had off camera about, like, about their, like, because at at the next, well, a couple reunions from now, or maybe this, I can't remember, because there's a reunion where she doesn't go, which, which is not this reunion, I think it's actually the next one, but, um, I, she kind of says, like, we had a conversation where, like, he had to stop, like, had to stop cheating so much, because he had been, and, like, we had to draw the line somewhere. It's like, I, I could almost see them being like dabbling in an open relationship and then him taking it as just like a, like for all. every night out with someone. And it just kind of like, wasn't the right rules. Cause I, I know a lot of people that are in open relationships and some of them work and some of them don't. And the ones that work is when the, the rules are really clear. Mm-hmm. And, whatever works for you works for me. I mean, like, like I have no judgment about anyone's like whatever, like intimacy with their partner, like whatever Mm -hmm. gets you off. I mean, go for it. Right. But like, but it's important to be honest about like what will hurt you, what like you're open to because it's very, I mean, it's a very vulnerable thing to like, yes. And it's also, yeah, it's really a partner to, makes things pretty complicated too so i can't it's you have to have those roles i imagine to be in an open relationship but i don't think what tom was doing was like a agreement i think it was like you're saying tom just actually cheating yeah it it just felt like out of the rule book for them probably but so bethany has bethany and sonia have this like conversation they're like you got to be careful of trick guys and i'm like what is a trick guy oh i actually loved this this. oh i loved it so she's like she's like trick guys like tom like grew up he's just like tom grew up ugly and never got any and then like one day and like he he maintained average while the rest of the world got hot and then got not hot and like as the world got not hot and he still stayed average like he started getting dick and, and Bethany's like, sometimes I call women a 48 carat twat. He's a like 48 carat dick that shoots gold she or something like that. She thought a lot like, about this, which I thought was really odd. I'm like, you don't just like pull this out of nowhere. No, she's like, his dick shoots diamonds at the end. And she also, uh, I also, but I do agree that like when a guy is like, not super cute, doesn't really get attention, but then gets a little bit of money and that's enough to like yeah. pull some like pretty hot women. Yeah. Then they like think, then they somehow have the audacity to just stick their dick everywhere they want. Whereas she compared him to Adam where she's like, Adam's never had an issue getting girls. Therefore he doesn't have as big an issue being them. loyal to Carol. Cause he's like yeah, been absolutely. there, done that. He knows what it's like to be lusted after. And I was like, honestly, I, I believe in this theory. And I agree. Theory. And Sonia's like, and Sonia's like, and Adam's probably got a really big dick. 
<laughs> and he probably does. He probably does. I mean, Adam, so I, I, we've talked about this, I think, on the pod before, but I like to call this, it's, I call it face cock, which I know is like a jarring set of words to hear back to back. Not uh, even I'll a little explain. bit. Um, there are some people that have face cock. And what I mean by that is when you look at their face, you could literally draw their penis. Like you literally like, oh, I, I know exactly what you're working with mm-hmm. because I oftentimes people's noses are very, very indicative of like what the penis will be like. Mm-hmm. And Adam just has the longest horse face that <laughs> translates no, certainly a, a to a giant dick. Uh, <laughs> A nine inch at at least. Would you say that friend of the pod Charlie Poof has face cock? So I I actually don't know that he has face cock because he could surprise me because we did kind of see his cock the other day, Hannah, which you and I were texting. I about. think it was an optical <laughs> illusion. I think he was like fully hard and he's just like kind of girthy. I don't think he's like hung like. I think it's like I, that's I think what I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Girth. like a fine dick. Yeah. I would certainly ha- be happy with it just yeah. based on the image that I saw. But yeah. I don't think it's like this <laughs> massive thing. I no. just think it was like a nice photo and you could see the head of his penis. And he had morning wood and he's like, this is the girth of my dick. But like he doesn't have like an Adam dick that's probably like down to his knees. But when I face talk doesn't mean you have a big dick. Face talk just means like your face I can face tell matches. what your dick is. Right, it's, right. So it's like 101 Dalmatians, but with a face <laughs> and a penis, where the penis looks like the owner. Yeah, it, it's Great. exactly that. Did you just the, watch the, that the, movie? It's coming the, up a lot. I literally don't even like it very much, but no, they're just the like... The penis looks like the owner is hilarious. Cause, but here's the thing, and I applaud those that do have this, where your the penis doesn't look like the owner. And sometimes that's kind of fun, when there's a surprise. Yeah, I've... I yeah. mean, great. I mean, we've all experienced that, correct? I've, I, nice I've never really paid attention to does this penis look like this face? But have you ever hooked up no, with someone where but... you're like, oh, like I'm attracted to this person. Like he's he's pretty cute. And then he like takes his pants off and you're like, fuck, I didn't know that's what you were working with. Like, what? Yeah. yeah that's, and then you're like, oh, that's that. why you're so blindly confident, even though you're not like, you know, Harry Styles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Harry Styles, I don't think has face cock. I, I don't know what he's working. No, with I know, but there. I'm saying when a guy is like, he's let's let's just say he's quirky looking, and you're like, why am I so fucking attracted to this person? Mm-hmm. And then you finally hook up, and you're like, oh, because you have an amazing penis, and that's the way you carry yourself in this world. Well, I actually think Tom has face cock, and I think his dick is just so below average. I agree. Like, yeah, I do there's too. no way it's anything but below average. He's also probably never eaten a woman out. Definitely not. <laughs> never, never, but never. He asks for head like every time. Every Wait, time. I need to. This is very. This is on Bravo, but not on Roni. What are What are our thoughts about the supposed king of like the the what like the late dick? twenty, early thirties? Uh, Bravo people is Austin Kroll. People think Austin Kroll has a great penis. No, what? No, I don't know. Oh. Like, what do we think he's working with? Because, like, the ladies are obsessed. And part of me is, like, he's always been looking like a Muppet. And so, Speaking like, of Muppet, there's a Muppet. In ha- <laughs> there's a Muppet in the frame. What is sweet. Hi, um, say hi, everyone. I think that Austin does not have a penis to write home about. I think that he just has, like, a triggering energy of, like, the guy who's, like, a grade older than you in high school who, like, doesn't give you attention and then the one time he does you're like very excited so i think it's yeah. more of an essence i don't think it has mm-hmm. anything to do with his penis no it i've Fair. said this before too i think that he's probably bad in bed mm-hmm. um i also think he 
like you're saying, it's like I, I, he reminds me of so many people that I had crushes on in college yes. of like, oh, they're in like the, they're in that fraternity and they only talk to like these girls. But like mm-hmm. at one time at one party, he like poured me a beer. Yes. And you never forget it. <laughs> oh my God. Totally. No, that's so accurate. It's so niche, but that's what his face gives me. Like, yeah. And I don't know about his sexual desires, but I imagine that he's probably fine. <laughs> he's just like boring. And I think he's he like, when he's drunk, fine. I think he's really sloppy in bed. I can no, wait, smell just like beer breath in my life. Yeah, just like yeah, go to I sleep. Like no, where no, none no. of us are going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone else that does have, I do think, I, I someone I really do think has face cock is Jason Hoppy, which he comes up in this episode. <laughs> comes up in this episode quite a bit and i really think he does i think he's got a huge dick um but jason luann kind of like congratulates bethany on like divorce being over and bethany's like what are you talking about and Bethany's she's pissed. like she's mad at her and th- these are the moments where i can't stand bethany it's like and i i cannot stand luann but luann is trying to be like congrats to you too because like your divorce is finalized yeah. and she's like it's not it's not, and it's actually really bad. And then she just and how dare you not know? Sobbing. Because I've never told you, right? Yeah. And it's like it's I, okay I, to be upset I, if she was like, I have to tell everybody that it's not over. Like only things have only gotten worse, right? Or I've told like, you this ten times and you don't fucking remember because yeah. you don't care. That would be a different conversation, right? I I loathe people who pin things against you when they've never told you them. Before. Yes. Like that's happened to me before, and I'm like, okay, there's no world in which I'm supposed to like be sensitive about x y and z or like supposed to be here for you about something that you don't let me in about Mm -hmm. so like i that just that bothered me a lot and like but she she runs away crying and we start to learn from carol that like this is where we learned about like him calling her bernadette which is like so fucking dark literally sends like chills up my spine yes for those that don't know bernadette is bethany's Bernadette is Bethany's mom's name. Um, and so he would call her that because he knows about the fraught relationship that Bethany had with her mom. He just gives like weird serial killer energy. Yes. Like, oof. And Bernadette was like abusive. Like, yeah, they had a terrible relationship. So then to insinuate that Bethany is like her mom is just like so fucking evil and like so it's also, wrong. It's, disgusting. it's niche enough to like hurt someone for the rest of their life. Yes. Like, Abs- absolutely. Yeah. And then this is when we get Beaker Beaker moment because Bethany's like comes back down and she's like, I just think that I, you're the wrong guy. It's a bad guy. <laughs> and and Luann's like, I like, I kind of die for Luann in some because she's like, Bethany, I'm getting married in two weeks. You can't tell me that. <laughs> I know. She's like, <laughs> like, and I didn't say any words, people. I just no, want you to you know that. But you could hardly understand what she was saying. Yeah. Because, excuse me. <clears throat> She's like at this weird I sometimes I can't tell if she's pretending to be so sad about Luann so she is not people don't look at her as sad about her situation which mm-hmm. is probably it but I, I don't know but I also kind of get where she's coming from it's like if you don't say it now and she ends up marrying this man when are you ever going to say it mm-hmm. right so I don't know I don't like I think Bethany was being truly out of her mind with her level of screeching but at the same time like being like no i know things this is a bad idea just because you're getting married in two weeks obviously we know it didn't work out so just because you're getting married in two weeks doesn't mean that you can't still call it off like i don't know weren't they weren't they married for like six months 
Something's like insanely yeah, short. Something very yeah. short. Oh, I thought it was less than that. No, 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 because they they get married on the show and then like they got divorced the day after they taped the reunion. So, because they because yeah, the way it all worked out, like it, it had to have been a bit longer than that. Like maybe maybe like eight months. I don't know. But um, we head to dinner and this dinner did make me. I, and I don't even eat meat anymore. But I'm like, I get how excited Ramona was to be like a roast chicken, mashed potatoes, gravy, green beans. I mean literally my dream meal i mean it's 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 everything i haven't made chicken with butter like ever and now i'm like am i missing out like am i supposed to make a roast chicken with butter i didn't even know i think i think it's if you eat meat if you like chicken i think it's worth worth a perfecting try yeah. a really good roast chicken recipe well like, isn't that I what really chefs think... say it's like yeah, the mark well, of a good chef I don't Julia Child like literally that's like her like whole thing isn't it like I think so. her like Anyone roast chicken recipe. Anyone needs a good roast chicken recipe. Chef Risha, Tom and I talk about her all the time, privately and publicly. <laughs> chef Risha is an icon, an underrated chef in my opinion. Well, it, mm-hmm. tell tell everyone where to follow all that stuff. Oh, you can follow her at Chef Risha on Instagram. She we make her recipes for the holidays for the her like holiday sides. They're mm-hmm. incredible, all homemade. Her, she says that her chicken got her pregnant, which she believes, and I don't know. I haven't oh, made yeah. it, but it looks delicious. By that, she means she made the chicken for the man she was dating. Oh, thank him, you. The yeah. chicken and pregnant. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, be the mother of my child, and she was like, okay. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, Ramona, the way she talked about that chicken, where she's like, mm, so moist, so succulent. I mean, it was like out of control. <laughs> to the point where she spills her juice on the chair. Okay, so I this is this her from juice. This That's point being forward, nice. It's wine. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, it's not wine. No, it's, it's oh, it's uh, chicken broth. juice. Yeah, I yeah, thought you were like, right on hand. I thought her you like her, her grape oh, her juice. juice. Yeah. Quote unquote. Oh no, no, her Pinot. <laughs> from from this to the end of this episode, which is episode nine, it's it's a it's a lull the whole time. Yeah, I mean, like Ramona is in the words of Bethany, like laying it on so thick with everyone she's like i just think like while we may have issues i have to say luann i wish you the best and then she's like and then she says what did she say about the berkshire she says i wrote it down somewhere she's like dorinda oh <laughs> dorinda thank you for inviting us it's been a shit show for the past few years <laughs> that's the end of her toast like backhanded compliment much they're also over her talking they're like we're not toasting again Oh, and the fact that she's God, the staining of the chair and the ripping of the and the dog shit and all that. I mean, it's like and Dorinda's it's, just she literally treats her like a child where she's just too tired to even be mad. She's like, she's it's fine. Tired. We'll figure it out tomorrow. She's like, well, John, John has the best dry in cleaning the company world. in the world. Yeah. It's like, how do you know that? Does he run one? Like he does. He do does. Mean? That's that's his. <laughs> what do you what mean? Do you mean kicks? That's his claim to fame. I was I was watching I, this. Sometimes being I like, can't. Sometimes it's bizarre to me the things that you don't know about. Like these shows, Miss Paulette. I think it's called Miss Paulette. Madam Paulette. Ma- Madam Paulette. It's like his claim to fame that, or Dorinda's claim to fame that she dated the like king of dry cleaning <laughs> in New York City. That's the most like. <laughs> New York thing I've ever heard in my life. I know. He's like, I'm the dry cleaning king. Like, he's just so, like, ruddy and sweaty all the time. It's like, (laughs) you want to, you know, dry clean your clothes? I'll dry clean your clothes. I apologize to the dry cleaning community. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's good. That's good. Um, well, so this is where <laughs> Ramona. So they have this contest, which I'm not remembering what the like thing was. What was it again? Who? How did we oh, win it was the like, thing? You draw a number out of a fucking. Oh, and then the whoever chop, has yeah. a certain number gets this big chocolate bunny, which chocolate Santa. <laughs> Chocolate Santa. Solid chocolate. Solid chocolate. She draws the number, which is, first of all, on paper, such a bizarre, like, activity to just be like, okay, next, we're going to all draw a number, and if you just get a number, you win. And it's like, that's not a game. What's the game? Yeah, exactly. So the second Ramona's like, what what does it mean if I have a five? And Dorinda with, like, she couldn't be more mad. She's like, it means you won. (laughs) (laughs) I won! She's like, like, you won, Ramona. Like she wanted so deeply wanted someone else to win. But yes, and then she's doing it once again, the like holding herself. Oh Avery loves chocolate. Like every Easter, I get Avery a chocolate bunny. So does every parent. Yeah, Ramona, you're not Easter. Special. Shut up. Well, and then Bethany's like, Okay, I have like a I have like a five year old and I've never seen her like turn up for chocolate like like Ramona's twenty twenty five year old is. Next level. Oh God. It just, we still keep riding this high on Ramona, maybe literally high, but she's yeah, just maybe not high. done. She's certainly not done. No, she's just getting started. She's mm-hmm. revving her well, engine. Tinsley, and Tinsley stays kind of quiet in this app, but she does make a hilarious point. She's like, guys, we've spent all day talking about this wedding that no one's invited to. <laughs> and, then, and then Bethany has a really great moment where she's like, well, Tinsley, let's just wrap it. Like, let me just quickly go through why. She was like, last year in this very room, I called Luana slut for about 24 hours straight. Ramona has been, Ramona continues to search for women that are fucking Tom. And Ramona's like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at Sonia and goes, Sonia has fucked Tom. So <laughs> so good. It's so good. Oh my God. And then Ramona gives uh, Ramona gives another toast. And then Ramona Ramona's like, I just love you all. And she goes, Well, Tinsley, you're new. I don't I don't love you. But <laughs> it's like that's when you just say it to be nice. We all know it's not true. Just say it to everyone. Right. Just be like, I love everyone. No here. one's gonna call you out if you're like, Do you really love Tinsley? Yeah, you don't How even know you? her. No one's going to say that we're not 16. <laughs> right. You don't even know her, Ramona. God. And so <sighs> her and Bethany, I, her and Bethany have friction. Why? Cause I thought, you know, what was interesting is like, I knew we were ramping up to the mention it all part, you know, um, which I know we're not there yet, but like Bethany defends Ramona to Luann being like, okay, well, she's just trying to look out for you. Like with the whole Ramona being like, oh, I wish someone told me with the whole Tom thing. So it was interesting to me that Bethany was like, well, hold on, Luann. Ramona's just trying to be a good friend to you. And then we somehow went from Bethany having Ramona's back to Bethany basically just being like, Ramona, shut the fuck up. I'm not even going to acknowledge you if I ever see you on the sidewalk to then mention it all. So Bethany's upset with Ramona because of the first episode. Oh, the porn star stuff. Yeah, the porn star stuff and talking about her kid. But I see where Bethany's coming from. I All of the Roni women do this. It's like if there's a reasonable conversation to be had they're all going to come together mm-hmm. and like confront Luann about this That's because true. they're all like trying to be the good friend true it didn't work but like I think that that doesn't mean Bethany's not upset I just think she's a little bit realistic about the situation mm-hmm. where she's like Luann's in a horrible mess so I'm gonna put my issues of Ramona calling me a porn star to this issue yes i'll like <laughs> and then circle step back yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah yeah because the, the issue is big and i actually think that bethany in this moment was like i don't 
need to make this a big deal. Like, I just want to say, like, this really hurt my feelings. Like, mm-hmm. I think if the, I think if if Ramona had not looked blackout and like closing one eye, trying to like listen to her speak, like, I think it could have been a very quick conversation where Bethany was just like, "That was so fucked up. I would never say something about." your your children Mm -hmm. and in the end like you're just not that great of friend of mine and i don't Mm -hmm. know that i can like continue being like friends with you Mm -hmm. and i I don't even think she wanted to be dramatic about it because she's because there's times where bethany's really trying to stir and i didn't even feel like she's trying to stir the pot in this she was just like here's the deal you can't ever do that again and like it makes me reevaluate who you are as a human being and but (laughs) um rona just like completely loses it and she's like not your friend and then she has the hilarious line of wow bethany are you freaking kidding me are you kidding me are you kidding me are you kidding me i have not been a good friend to you and then <laughs> and scene that's the that was like the last scene of <laughs> it's like to be well, continued yeah. are and you then, kidding me are you kidding me and then in the fight though we get this hilarious moment where where she's like Bethany's like mention it all, and then Ramona goes, "You didn't have any money till you got fucked." <laughs> At least I have money. You didn't have any money until you got fucked. And Bethany's but like, "Then she's what? But then she's like, "No, you grew up with money. Look where you live. Where you had a car, and I didn't, and all these things." And it's like, you're literally talking in circles, and you sound psycho. And like, yeah, she her argument like, I holds drink no Pino. water. I drink Pinot every day. Of course, I have a Pinot line. It's like, okay. Humble brag. And I sold 80 (laughs) cases last year. And Bethany's like, you got into boost because of me. You know you did. Also, the Okay, that's exactly why. Can we all just say that? It's like, yeah, because everyone saw that Skinny Girl was blowing up. And I'm like, okay, well, Ramona, like stamping your name on like a mediocre bottle of Pinot Grigio is not the same as like inventing a recipe for a skinny cocktail and like, you know, starting an empire because of it. Yeah, Bethany's rolling in money. Yeah. Because of Skinny Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Ramona, the thing is, like, Ramona is self-made. Like, she really is. She mm-hmm. really did start a company. The buyer sold from it, Macy's. Ma- yeah. Buyer from Macy's. And, bottle, and she sold a company, made a lot of money. And, like, then she had a wine line. Oh, this is Ramona's sirens coming to get me. <laughs> Ramona's <laughs> on her way. <laughs> no, you're like, kidding me. It, okay, first of all, it's okay if you're like, I... I think this is a good idea. I drink Pinot. I'm going to get into wine yes. as well. It's open for everybody. Just like the Potomac women talk about candles, the Roni ladies can have their wine. Mm-hmm. Ralph, what do yeah. you think? <laughs> he agrees. <coughs> I don't know. I It was just the... It's a very iconic fight because it's one of the most ridiculous fights I've ever heard. It's and so Bethany, stupid. When she screams, mention it all, she leans back. You know, everybody knows opens her legs wide <laughs> wide as the day and their mother goes woo and like puts her head kind of like by her <laughs> vagina yeah. she's like vagina yeah. woo! <laughs> it's she is she has to have taken something i'm sorry the whole thing is so bizarre i, I the way she says you don't have money till you got fucked i like literally it plays in my head on repeat <laughs> you don't have money till you got that fucked. jerky and she, like, does way that word. like her body moves and her head moves and her hands move also like it. the line okay you know what you had sex on or you you had sex on a waterbed you kissed another woman yes. and you know what i wasn't gonna mention it but now we'll mention it and that's what prompts mention it all mention it all <laughs> But I just love, you like... You sounded exactly like her. I was like, I could have watched you do that for, the like, water six bed. hours. You really hit it on the waterbed. <laughs> Sex on a waterbed. I mean, I mean, the, the, like, the, 
watching Ramona like try to release arguments like Koopa shells and Mario Kart, like didn't, 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 didn't as fast as she can when they're all bad arguments that actually make no sense and don't uh, put her in a position of power at all. It's just fucking hilarious. She's just grasping at straws. Yeah. We also find out I, either that the end of episode nine or the beginning of 10 that she doesn't remember it at all. No <laughs> she's idea. like talking about the next thing. She's like, I, I mean, I remember I a little her. bit like Bethany and I kind of yelling, but like, I don't remember what I said. Apparently Bethany told me, apparently I said something about her vagina something like that. And it's like, apparently no, but like, I kind of believe, I believe it. Don't you believe that she did? Yes. She, she was on another planet for sure. And thank God, because it made great television. You I know? mean, it's, chef's kiss here we are what this was 2017 mm-hmm. many years later <laughs> it's like it's literally like um the midnight society like in are you afraid of the dark like and that's the tale of ramona mention it all yeah and that's the tale of mention it all <laughs> i know These we're really hitting are fairy all the, tales yeah we're yeah. hitting all of the like high points of roni one-liners with yeah. the Berkshires because there's so many here so many also i'm sorry i know i didn't bring this up earlier but the fact that like just it was all so iconic the fact that dorinda got a birthday cake that said i made it nice and then fucked it up because she didn't open it on the right side like the irony of a fucked up cake that says i made it nice is so funny to me like it's just hijinks on hijinks and also there's something there's something so fourth wall breaking about it like it's like i can't believe she bought a cake with her own catchphrase on it on the show it's like it's just, there's so many levels of it that are just so kooky and, and troublesome. Oh, this, is, is this the se- is next season, Giovanni, or is it this? Se- oh, I think that's next season because that's post, that's post, post yeah, arrest. Because she's on the cabaret, but it's supposed to be sober. Yeah, I mean, oh, I blacked season- out at the Countess's cabaret show. So. <laughs> As I've heard many You and the Countess. <laughs> I mean, I literally have like a like a snapshot in my brain of her like playing the bongos in a Giovanni gown with like a rose in her hair. And I'm like, where am I? Where am I? <laughs> I think she's in New York City this weekend, actually. Or maybe it was last well, weekend. She lives here. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I, her, her new cabaret. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. You have to go. <laughs> what a festive holiday outing. Okay, the tickets were like, like a hundred dollars fuck off Luann <laughs> I'm like no girl I'm not paying a hundred dollars to hear you Shinji or like also tickets are a hundred dollars to that ballet program that I've tried many years to get tickets to because I think it would be funny <sighs> but every time I'm like I can't spend two hundred dollars on tickets to this for absolutely a joke. not absolutely not no, like no, this no. isn't like the on the run tour like we're not shelling out that kind of money <laughs> Uh, Luann really should do on the run three. I mean, she's been on the run. <laughs> Luann and the law. Um, well, any final thoughts on uh, this episode of the Berkshires, Hannah? Any any moments we missed? Any, anything especially holiday themed that jumped out to you? Uh, one thing I haven't mentioned yet, mention it all, is that uh, <laughs> I really appreciate Dorinda's commitment to tiny gnome-like Santas, like that are pretty mm-hmm. creepy, like throughout her entire already kind of creepy home. I love her mm-hmm. home. Don't get me wrong. I think it's beautiful. But yeah. um, the little, yeah, the little bearded gnome Santas everywhere, I just really appreciate. And um, as a festive bitch myself, or as my co-host Tyler Meredith says that I'm an insufferably festive person. We both are. Um, I just have, I have a lot of respect for Dorinda at this point in time. And I really miss this like era of Dorinda medley because um, 
her last season was pretty abysmal. So it was fun to take mm-hmm. this waltz down memory lane with her. Um, I miss the Berkshires every day. And I will say my final thought actually is it was such an honor to be able to revisit these episodes with y'all. But I think this is the perfect, I think these holiday episodes of Roni are the perfect like soundtrack for holiday cooking. I think just set up your laptop in your kitchen and just let them swaddle you while you cook and bake. (laughs) Give you a big old Ramona squeeze. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My, my new tradition for the past two, I did it this year and last year is when I decorate my Christmas tree and like decorate the house, I put all of the Berkshire's episodes on. It's so soothing. I love that. It's, there's nothing more soothing than hearing these women scream in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. I don't know what, like, it just puts, I, I, I just, I feel at rest. Mm-hmm. I feel it's calm. like your, your holiday movies yeah. are these, yeah. these shows. They, it really, they really are. Mm-hmm. They really are that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Hannah, thank you so much for being here. And uh, before we let you go, um, can you just uh, tell everyone where to listen to you, follow you, all those things? Yes. Yes. I can't speak. Yes. 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 Thank you so much for having me, um, Tom and Kicks. This was so fun. Um, thank you, Dumpster Divas, for listening. Um, and you can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. And yeah, if you're into Gossip Girl and uh, many pop culture tangents, make sure to check out my podcast, You Know You Love Us, that I co-host with my dear friend Tyler Meredith. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, check it out. Um, and then you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet and you can follow Kicks At Kicks Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. Yep. And then the podcast Dumpster Dive Pod. And make sure to rate, review, subscribe to all of the podcasts you love. It is the freest uh, and best way to uh, support the content creators that you love and adore. So make sure to do that. And uh, Hannah, say bye to everyone listening. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you.